What up, doggy dog? Hey, greetings, senor. Greetings, Eric. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. And I hope the breadheads are doing great on this fine 11th week of 2021. We are, you know, filming and recording the 66th episode of Think Fresh. How you mm-hmm. uh, how you feeling about that? The devil's number. Well, it's I think it yeah it's a definitely a satanic <laughs> symbol, and we have the content <laughs> to support it today. Let me tell you, we sure uh, do. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. I'm feeling pretty good about our podcast. It's one of the few things um, going on in my life. Well, <laughs> um, I've lost a few Chanel bags in the stock market the last couple mm-hmm. days. Yeah, turns out the world isn't ready for medicinal uh, psychedelics. So wow. So you've been uh, betting it all on the stock market, and you're telling me that you didn't put anything into Subway stock? Substock? Substock? You know, I would if I could. I think, like, this podcast, it's ta- if it's taught me one thing, is that Subway has potential. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is true. Um, well, you know, the health, uh, health industry, and more specifically, the um, self-care, self-help industry has grown like why like 20 times in the Mm. last like two years so if you were invested in like masterclass or (laughs) (laughs) or like vega protein powder then you know you'd probably make a killing these days which is what i'm sipping on right now damn yeah i was gonna say that the the market has probably grown at the same rate as your biceps yeah slow and steady for the last year or two Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. here you know i'm working on that 2021 summer bod starting starting like yeah, two years ago <laughs> that's a fact eric me too i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be golden and ripped i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like a, a burnt marshmallow at the beach oh yeah buddy and but you, you don't get it twisted though like you already know if there's one athlete on this podcast it's me you already mm, fucking know whatever so. <laughs> i think i think the ideal beach body is to like be just like italian herbs and cheese toasted because you're like you're just like a, a, a perfect golden color your skin's a mm-hmm. little bit textured weathered you know um you're mm-hmm. you're like you've, you've actually kind of like you're shrunken and crusty a little bit you're not like kind of this like plushy mm-hmm. soft italian white yeah you got some sprinkling of chest hair mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know you're like you're not a clean like smooth plain white bread that's a little mm. bit too babyish for me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if a dude's out here, like, looking smoother than a popsicle, then it's, it's not looking good for you, fam. But, yeah, but you also don't want to be, yeah, but you also don't want to be a crusty honey oat because, you know, then you might have some skin, rare skin condition. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be right in the middle where, where, you know, the herbs and cheese sits and, mm-hmm. you know, be man with your, you know, chest out with some hair mm-hmm. on it, but also not afraid to let it show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really like how it's the perfect combination of attainable yet exotic. It applies to <laughs> yeah. food and yeah. um, like forearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like ordering uh, Italian herbs and cheese at Subway, as long as you do everything right, you'll end up with a perfect sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not too hard to do everything right. It's all laid out there right in front of you. There are a few guarantees in life, but this is one of them. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I've been I've been sipping on the smoothie. Smoothies are my new thing right now. Uh, you know, I've been working out. I've been drinking a lot of uh, 
you know, almond milk smoothies. I've switched over from oat milk. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Trying some new, uh, got some frozen, uh, you know, wild berries and mm-hmm. some peanut butter, making a PB&J smoothie. Mm, he's a um, PB&J fanboy. Dude, you already, you already know I got some PB&J in me. And uh, yeah, I got to say, man, this smoothie combo is, is delicioso. Mm, delicioso. <laughs> uh, wow, that's so great that you're like refining yourself as a mm-hmm. um, kind of a, as a culinary influencer. You're, you're, you're finding your own legs. A peanut butter and jam smoothie is something that you, Eric, could own. That could be your your mo, your signature dish. Mm-hmm. I'm own. I'm finding my chicken legs, and I am crafting smoothies left and right. Wow. So you are you are on track for summer bod 2021 then. Me, I've Absolutely. been I've been partaking in a few smoothies. I I like mm-hmm. to do the the frozen berry mixture and like a little bit of like Kaylee wilted greens and mm-hmm. and, and then like a, a schwack of like seedy things. Oh yeah, I know you're all about the flax seeds, the mm-hmm. hemp seeds. Um, what else? I, I yeah, flax, hemp, chia. Um, oh yeah, actually, yeah, all of, all of that good stuff. I and anything that could get stuck in your teeth for me, a smoothie drinking experiences about like just like clogging up every single slit between the chompers. Mm-hmm, exactly, it's a good balance of being like a health nut, like you're drinking a smoothie, but then also you're you're sucking on your teeth for three hours, like uh, mm-hmm. like some uh, you know, dude on a patio in Italy or something. Mm-hmm. It's the gift that keeps on giving in that sense, and you know, like. If I see another fella and he gives me, cracks me a smile and nothing but green and ground, brown gunk between his teeth, I know he's a fellow smoothie daddy. And that means that, like, oh, yeah. even though his mouth is gross, he's probably, his guts are so clean. Like, he, his intestinal yeah. tract is just shiny. Yeah, he's got some good guts. Good gut. Unlike, unlike some other people we, we work with. We got some, we got some bad guts. <laughs> guts yeah. here. I don't trust him. Hurt. I don't like him. <laughs> Imagine if you went through life with your guts hurting. Like, you're my mm. fucking guts. Uh, I, I only feel that after um, 12 inches of sandwich, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. What would, a, what would a Subway smoothie look like? Could you, bre- could you blend, like, the ingredients at Subway? If you were to make a smoothie using only Subway ingredients, what would you do? What would you make? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> I think there's a definitely an untouched industry of savory fluids that Subway could capitalize on. Like, what do you got? You got your like Bloody Mary and and then a Clamato juice. And that's it. That's like, that's the savory fluid industry. Think You're about how much fuck. potentials is there, Eric. <laughs> You're a sick fuck and I love it. Can you go in on uh, what you mean exactly? Mm-hmm. Are you blending falafels? I'm, I'm going with almost anything in there. I think like the tricky part mm. is about getting... It's not about the flavor combinations because I think you can replicate any sandwich flavor pretty well through a smoothie. The tricky part is getting your viscosity right because you don't want to have to get like a whole fucking like bubble tea straw just to get your like <laughs> <laughs> chunks of tomato out of your out of your um, smoothie. You want you want oh, the viscosity yeah. to just like just pour down the throat, just like nice consistent drip to the back of the throat. Beauty. Hmm. Um. So what's your protein source? <laughs> Are you going with uh, like, what's the, what's the vegetarian protein source there? Does chickpea have a lot of protein? Cause that's like what's in the falafel, right? I Is don't know what, I, I think it might be lentil. I'm really not sure, but 
I think the falafel is the play here because um, compared to your Beyond Meat or your veggie patty alternatives, the falafel has the most crumbly texture. Like it's so dry and crumbly mm-hmm. that it's just going to fall apart into little tiny brittle specks anyways. So the, mm-hmm. it'll, it, you like get it mixed with a tiny bit of fluid and it like wants to break down and wash away instantly. Wow. Wow. I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then obviously so, you got your medley of greens and mm-hmm. sauces to choose from as well. Mm-hmm, what sauce mm-hmm. are you topping your smoothie off with? Great question, Eric. So the sauces of a smoothie is the only time that I can imagine it being acceptable acceptable to go like five plus sauces. Because <laughs> oh, like shit. you gotta get the viscosity right. So the sandwich artist is like right there with you. Squirt, 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 squirt. It's like they're milking a cow or something. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, so you're really making it rain in that smoothie. What, uh, which ones are you going with? What flavor profile are you working with for a smoothie? Obviously, you can't right. go too spicy, or else it's not. You can't chug it. You can't chug it. You <laughs> want you want a little bit of heat, just a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. I think I think you want to stick to more of the tomatoey based sauces, probably because of like we've already seen success with that with like the Bloody Mary, the Caesar. Mm-hmm. So marinara so, and marinara. southwest. Southwest. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think a little bit of ranch in there. We kind of create a little bit of a rosé. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, nothing makes you want to hurl more than you picturing uh, me picturing you eating this. Really? I'm quite inspired by it. That sounds like the worst possible thing to make ever. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> a smoothie well, first of, of all, subway ingredients. Screw you. And also, what is your subway smoothie approach? Um, well, obviously, I'm going straight to the michael buble machine and i'm grabbing uh <laughs> i'm getting mm. a milk to go <laughs> mm, smart mix yeah, up the base bit. he's thinking outside the sandwich yeah milk to go i'm gonna crush up some falafels and throw that in there as well for my protein mm-hmm. um and then i'm gonna just go big handful of spinach and lettuce mm-hmm. <laughs> and what else we got here maybe some hmm what are, what are some other leafy greens in there? Pickles? Does that count? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How about some like, um, green bell peppers? Oh, you know what would be a really good texture move? A little sweet. The avocado. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. 100%. Get, them, get that avocado in there. Mm-hmm. Um, get them to sprinkle some oregano, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, call her a day. I'm going to go and Make say it. that if, I, li- I like where you're at here. I think. I would go out and say that if you did the milk option, the milk to go from the fridge with a little bit of spinach and then you just like crumbled up a couple of the like macadamia nut cookies and set that on Ooh. like, like throw, throw that in the Vitamix. True. We've, uh, we've completely neglected the cookie offering here mm-hmm. because you could just get a chocolate milk to go or like whatever flavor you want really. And then throw in like just an assortment of cookies. Boom. And then, boom, you're done. That's it. <laughs> wow. I'm milkshaking milk right in my boots just thinking about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I'm um, so here for it. Yeah. So, okay. So, we got to get to the satanic story. So, <laughs> what exactly are, are you fucking talking about, buddy? Can you, yeah, can you okay. give us a breakdown okay. of uh, what this, you know, truly grueling article it's about mm-hmm. okay um yeah so 
Uh, as of today, once again, good old Subway is in the news. Once, once again, Subway is being accidentally aligned with sex offenders. That seems to keep happening to them. <laughs> yeah, it um, makes you think that's not an accident. <laughs> yeah. So this story has a lot of layers, and I'm not even sure where to start. But I'm going to be like kind of like speaking off of an article I read in a from like a random Iowa little small small town. Uh, but basically, there's a group of screams journalism. Yeah, totally. So what's happened is a group of convicted sex offenders is currently suing the state of Iowa because their right to worship Lucifer is being violated. So essentially, what happened is all of these sex offenders formed a like little like meetup. Like I'm sure they have like a subreddit and everything where they hang out and they worship Satan. And that was like totally cool with the state of Iowa. They're like, yeah, you're all in prison, but you can still like meet up for your like religious thing. Uh, they all had a week long celebration of Lucifer and had a big feast filled with fried chicken, donuts, ice cream. Apparently there was some bags of Halloween candy, of course. They love mm-hmm. the spooky stuff. And you you wouldn't believe it, but an assortment of Subway sandwiches. That's why this story is relevant to Think Fresh podcast. The very heart <laughs> of it. They're enjoying an assortment of Subway sandwiches, mm-hmm. these Satan worshippers. Mm-hmm. At the cross-section of, you know, the far corners of humanity, mm-hmm. uh, you get this, like, through line of Subway sandwiches that just connects all the dots. Mm-hmm. It really is the epicenter of uh, mankind. Alongside... Yes. Uh, two dozen donuts, several liters of Mountain Dew, and four big bags of Halloween candy. That's just kind of like the four horsemen of Satanism. <laughs> wow. That's like a cancer diet. Like, if you want to get cancer, that's how you get it. Mm-hmm. So we got, we got a group of six sex offenders. They have a Satan group. They're ordering all this food to the library of the prison in which they live. Uh, they get it delivered, and they have this feast. It's a week-long thing that they've staged. Um, and then what happens is after they finish their like festivities, uh, they attempt to take the leftovers that they couldn't consume. So they obviously didn't get through all 12 inches. I bet you they like capped out at eight, maybe filled up on cheesecake. Bunch of pussies. I know. So they want to take the leftover subway sandwiches back to like whatever their, their prison cell or whatever, uh, their living units. <laughs> uh, and then where they were informed in writing that they could not take any leftover foods back. It would have to be discarded. Something to do with like the disciplinary like rulings, but they, they had this feast. It was called the night of transformation feast and they weren't allowed to bring the leftovers home. So then they sued the state of Iowa saying that the food is blessed. It's sanctified to the gods and goddesses. And normally the feast would run a week long but we had to throw away all this eaten food. So it is sacrilegious in there that the state of Iowa is violating their um, kind of like religious identity. Uh, mm. They even said in the lawsuit, I quote, this is a bunch of bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, mm. know what the laws are here around like religious gatherings because to be honest like what's the difference between this and like going to church <laughs> like i don't really know man like obviously one is i don't know i really don't know dude religion is the one of the things that like really 
I do not understand. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. These these people want to fucking eat their sandwiches and do some gross shit, then fuck it, let them let them do it. So, <laughs> so and by if, gross shit, I mean eat Subway. So, um, you think that like these these Satan worshippers should be allowed to continue to consume their leftover footlongs? You don't think that the state should have stepped in? Because the state has already stepped in, like, I don't know if this is a question of, like, religious freedom or not, because the state already stepped in. They said, like, yes, you can have your night of transformation feast. No, you cannot uh, deal, do any dealings with blood, ritual, spells, vampires, and nudity. Uh, <laughs> and no, you mm-hmm. cannot take your food home. Interesting. So, so do you think, um, you think Big Iowa is stepping in to, you know, keep these citizens from consuming the sandwich post half-life i think this are they stepping in because they're Mm -hmm. they're worried like no you cannot eat the sandwich like you can't take it as leftovers you have to finish it in one go if you don't it's good as garbage you gotta toss it out or else you're gonna be you're gonna be sick to your stomach Mm -hmm. i think that's absolutely what it is i think this is big gov saying that there's a health and safety concern here and that Mm -hmm. they don't want to create another petri dish of a new strain of the old old bug (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who knows what that, uh, who knows what those like last three inches of, uh, you know, meatball marinara are going to do to uh, the bacteria that's Mm -hmm. living in your stomach, you know? Mm -hmm. Like a leftover tuna fish sub. Like, that's just, you're just asking, like, I don't care, like, how loyal you are to the high priestess of the Luciferian temple. That thing's going to make you sick. Absolutely. Um, yeah, dude, I think uh, I'm on Big Gov's side here. I think we mm-hmm. have to put an end to this. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be no leftovers ever. I don't even think restaurants should be giving out leftovers. Like, I guess totally you paid for agree. the food, but no, you cannot take a doggy back home. Like, that's just insulting. It's like, have you seen the Curb, uh, the Curb Enthusiasm episode where they are, he's like, oh, can I get this in a doggy bag? And then say like, oh, my dog's going to love this. And then the waiter says, what the fuck did you just say? This is not for a dog. And then he refuses to give them their leftovers in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said absolutely not. You cannot give this to your dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do remember that episode. Bump, 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 bump. Uh, yeah. So I am totally aligned with that waiter, though. Like you, when you go to a restaurant, you are there to dine, and dining is not just like food in mouth hole. Dining is the <laughs> entire culinary experience. That's what we're all about mm-hmm. here on Think fresh pot that's why we don't just talk about the sandwiches it's the people mm-hmm. the artists the interior mm-hmm. the entire dining experience yeah exactly as mm-hmm. designers uh ty and myself are big experience guys mm-hmm. um so we believe in you know going out to eat uh indoors you know in a clo- enclosed environment spreading the virus for mm-hmm. the sole purpose of experiencing the restaurant and the food in that case is almost secondary mm-hmm. like i can i can take i can get take it to go i can order through cursed uber eats mm-hmm. um but you know the whole reason i actually go into the place is to experience the vibe of the restaurant so mm-hmm. you know if you are taking things home you're experiencing the food in a shittier way and potentially damaging the brand of mm-hmm. the restaurant you're, totally. you're defaming the brand by consuming yeah. a worse version of their food 100 percent. and this is the reason why i low-key boycott like food trucks too mm-hmm yeah, get a fucking house. Get a, <laughs> get like 
like this is bullshit like don't don't serve me out of a truck mm-hmm. when you're stopped, charging restaurant prices crazy it stopped being novel after like the third truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah after uh failing vija's indian food truck mm-hmm. uh you know i had to stop with that like so you're charging yeah. me 20 dollars, and i have to sit on a bench mm-hmm. like, like the homeless guy on the next bench over got his meal for free mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're, we're... <laughs> crazy so yeah it's like weird to eat like an 18 dollar like crepe with like a plastic fork i know and the plastic fork is really the most insulting part isn't it it really is like give me some goddamn normal cutlery if i'm gonna dine in at your food truck yeah and then the audacity to ask for a tip too incredible it's like you're What's literally like that? dropping the food on me i'm like i have to crank my neck back to order <laughs> it's the weird it's like i feel like a baby bird and mother bird has landed in the nest and is. Uh, regurgitating mm-hmm. some some like uh, uh, like a pita wrap for me one hundred percent yeah food trucks might be the um, result of Satan worshippers worshiping Satan mm-hmm. and you know creating their own genre of food or their own like vessel for serving food mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does I think seem it's kind of correlated yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, we gotta put an end to food trucks. I, I do yeah. think like, w- would Subway even have success as a food truck? Like, this is the crazy thing: a Subway would kill it as a food truck because the Subway model is extremely modular. Mm-hmm. It's modular, and you know, if you're eating a food truck, then you're not at Subway. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like the benefit of not being seen at Subway and having Subway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, arguably the worst part about subway is the dining experience which i know it sounds hypocritical to everything we just said but mm-hmm. we 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 love the experience we didn't say we love a good experience yeah, exactly we love the experience for what the it experience. is experience um but it definitely is the worst part about it uh fumbling through ordering having to unwrap your sandwich mm-hmm. everything's good and well until you open up what you just made <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and then you're like oh Filled with disappointment. You lose your appetite. Yeah. You're like, I can't believe that this is what I made. <laughs> Filled with disappointment. Half of it's out of the sandwich by the time you open it. And your bread is dripping from sweet onion sauce. Mm-hmm. It really exposes that there's a delta between aspirations and actuality in like all creative <laughs> endeavors. Yeah, just like someone who worships anything. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Man, we got to stop worshiping this uh, footlong institution. Yeah. I mean, we're we're admiring from a distance, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're almost one year from our last subway trip. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, we're nearing a year of this this wildly illustrious podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll we'll have to figure out something else like really fun to do for our one year anniversary. I think if we do actually go to subway for one year, that would be a good milestone to hit. Mm-hmm. I would and love that. we can be just like um, the failing Game of Thrones and have a season every year. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe season two starts um, middle of summer when mm-hmm. we go back to Subway. Yeah. The return. Po- podcast seasons are a tricky one. We got to figure that out. I don't really know what the play is there because like podcasts are all about mm-hmm. the slow drip. It's, it's just kind of like a consistent and reliable form of content that never has to stop. So. The only reason we take mm-hmm. a season off is like, or to end the season is to take some time off for ourselves, you know, spend, spend some of the bag that this podcast has netted us, maybe go to Cabo. I don't know. 
Yeah, exactly. We got enough for like two business class tickets to the Bahamas. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really a matter of like, okay, where do we spend all this cash? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ain't going to be Subway, let me tell you. No, I think we should just hold up at the Standard in Mykonos for a month or so. Wow, RIP Standard um, Sunset Drive. Ah, really? That's too bad. Sunset Boulevard? Is that a that's a another victim of West Corona? Hollywood. Yeah, RIP the greatest hotel. Mm-hmm. Like many nights trying to not throw up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a standard night. Just a standard night. Yeah. I want to bring wow. this back to uh, the the doggy bag epidemic for a little for a little bit more, Eric. I feel like we yes. didn't quite close the loop for the breadheads there. I think yeah, we're both aligned. It's, it's unresolved. It's unresolved, but I think we are both aligned that doggy bags are a bad idea at restaurants and the better the restaurant gets the more insulting it is to take the food home mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm. yeah it's like um it's like bringing a bottle of wine to your friend's house for a party and then for some reason not finishing it and then taking it back with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it looks like there's still about four ounces left i'm just gonna like bag that up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's a real uh piece of shit move to do so same thing with you know, going to like Nobu and then saying like, oh yeah, can you wrap up the salmon aburi? I mean, I'm not sure I can finish that. Oh man, this is exponentially worse when it's fresh seafood. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, what you got to do is just scrape it off into the sea at Malibu and just call it a day. Yeah, just chuck, chuck it back where it came from. I think anything yeah. that's like served like almost raw, like if you got like a rare beef tatar or something and then you like try to yeah. take that shit home, they're like, just, <laughs> there's no point, man. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anyone at Nobu waiting for the valet to bring their car while mm-hmm. like holding a doggy bag. Do yeah. they even have doggy bags there? It probably looks terrible on your arm alongside like your Prada clutch. Yeah, exactly. The real move is to you know slip it into the Birkin so you don't see it. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, man, I don't, I don't know. What are doggy bags for then? Like, is there a purpose outside of eating them for leftovers that they can be leveraged for? So sometimes I enjoy a meal so much that I want to bring more food home. So I put in an order at the end to like take with me for the road. So then mm-hmm. it's just takeout. And I think that's maybe the only acceptable form of doggy baggies. Mm. Interesting. But then when the paparazzi is snagging pictures of you, like, oh, he's wearing chrome hearts. He must be rich. Mm-hmm. and you're holding a bag of food <laughs> do, do, you, do you think they're assuming you're ordering takeout because you were there for an hour two hours yeah already. they've been camped outside they know they, they got it down in yeah. a minute they know exactly how long you've been in there so there's no way you are just picking up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so they're wondering oh he's he's too cheap to you know leave the miso cod at the table damn yeah it is bad for the personal brand so I guess like it's it just always leave the food. If you're gonna get takeout, just get like some like frontline worker to deliver that to your house later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. be a man and get you know Taco Bell on the on the drive back. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just pull over at Del Taco, and you know that's exactly where you can uh, mm-hmm. you know top yourself up. <laughs> yeah, you have to p- drop a couple more bucks, but the amount of brand equity you save is um, unfathomable. Mm-hmm. I will yeah, say six dollars th- on top of four hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say though, uh, this complete um, 
disdain for doggy bags is what like leads me to always try to finish my meal at a restaurant. I love feel finishing the whole plate. And I don't matter. It doesn't matter how I feel, but I think this is like one of the reasons that my body is so um, destigmatized to an entire foot long of sandwich. Like when I get in there and I'm just like munch, munch, munch through that thing. I, I usually feel like invincible for at least a mm -hmm. few minutes afterwards. And I think it's because of like, you build a habit of completing your meal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think we both come from, you know, very down to earth backgrounds. So we're not comfortable with leaving food on the table. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we're bag chasers and we're uh, food chasers as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love to lick that. Can't leave food, food on the table. Okay. So mm -hmm. here's an exception to maybe the general no doggy bag rule. And I want to hear your take on this. Okay. Let's go. A foot long sandwich has a very intentional and <laughs> like clean intermission. Yeah. I'm talking about that wow. six inch line, you know? So you can oh, yeah. six inches half of time. sandwich, half time. There's a hard break. This is your chance to just like tap out and go home, cash out, take the mm -hmm. other six inches and run. Or you yep. can you can reject the doggy bag and push through oh. the other six inches down your esophagus. Mm -hmm. Now she's claiming that I bruised her esophagus kind of. <laughs> um so what what do you say to that? Because this is a very it's a very clean intermission. I mean, that might be the one acceptable time to, um, you know, cancel, <laughs> cancel your meal. Mm -hmm. um, if you are the type to leave a bite mark in your sandwich and open it up to that same bite mark later, um, then you are, you know, one freaky individual. But <laughs> um, yeah, mm -hmm. so the halftime mark is a perfect time to, you know, hit pause and mm -hmm. potentially finish it later. But, mm -hmm. you know, as you know, you have to plan for that at the beginning of the sub. So mm -hmm. if you're if you're planning for it at the beginning, it's not really a cancel. It's more of a, like, I can't decide if I want to eat in or take out. So I'm going to do both. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to plan your sub to be good for mm -hmm. several hours later, potentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You do need to build a uh, slightly more resilient sandwich. So that mm -hmm. uh, affects the strategy. Yeah, potentially light on sauce. Mm -hmm. maybe even sauce on the side, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, there you go. That's how you, that's how you cancel a sub halfway through. Yeah. Maybe you realize your stomach's, you know, doing a little too much grumbling and mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta put an end to it before it ends badly for you. I think so. I think there is like another scenario where you took a risk on the line. Maybe you put too many mm -hmm. banana peppers or maybe you mixed uh, a land meat and an ocean meat. And you were <laughs> the surf and turf uh, <laughs> badly for you. <laughs> the surf and turf wow. didn't, didn't land what, like how you thought it would. Mm -hmm. That's a great point, Ty. I think the half mark is um, the perfect time to stop, mm -hmm. pause, and reflect on mm -hmm. you know the the previous six inches and the next six inches potentially. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's that's exactly when I would recommend doing it as well. Mm -hmm. I usually dunk on people that are I call them wussies who can't finish the whole twelve inches, but that's more like a you can't stomach it thing. I I have mad respect mm -hmm. for someone who can six inches in admit defeat because they 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 made a mistake, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very humble. And yeah, there you go. And if you got one of the cursed um, side dishes like a macaroni, mm -hmm. you might have to stop <laughs> or else <laughs> um you know that'll really be bad for you mm -hmm. as you said earlier the one bite sandwich 
terrible. Don't do that. Psychotic thing to do. You have to be really twisted in the head to just take one yeah. bite and tap out. But in a side dish, that is like the only move you can do. Side dishes are for tasting. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're for tasting, but honestly, I would just toss it out. Like, mm-hmm. take one bite. If you're not fucking with it, just save yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would even be, I would totally respect you if you just took like a preliminary sniff and then chucked it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's confidence right there. Mm-hmm. You're like, I know um, I, I, my, my tongue will not like this. The nostrils aren't, no, nostrils aren't mm-hmm. inflamed right now. Yeah, I love a man with advanced nostrils who can, um, you know, just sniff his way out of a bad stomach situation. Mm-hmm. You know, in the words of Bella Hadid, homeboy can get it. Mm-hmm. It is truly a uh, modern talent. I think our noses are bombarded by many cents a day, but because mm-hmm. our the our society is so fixated on visual media that our, we are mm-hmm. not as in touch with our smells as we should be. And that's why mm-hmm. here at ThinkPod... Think Fresh podcast, we <laughs> care about smelling fresh and smelling fresh things. Absolutely. Um, it's entirely possible that Big Wuhan is coming for our nostrils um, by introducing COVID and, you know, killing our scent mm-hmm. so that um, some Chinese version of Subway can come and take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting it happen, man. I'm surrounding myself by good scents. I got, I got a bunch of carnations to one side of me, a bunch of mums to the other. It's, it is a, a floral aroma in the studio today. Mm-hmm. The stew is looking very nice. I've been waiting for the first day of spring to buy some uh, fresh white lilies from Whole Foods. Mm, nice. Um, so I've been keeping that on in the back of my mind uh, for, you know, soon. When is the first day of spring? Is it the 21st? I don't know, man. It's infinite winter. Are you a, a, li- a li- lily daddy all the time? Is that your go-to? Oh, yeah. I'm a white lily daddy here, for sure. March yeah. 20th. Yeah, you, I could tell you were because of your general, like, just kind of, like, TikTok ethos. But I uh, <laughs> I think, like, I, I love when you go to a restaurant and they put, like, one flower on your dish. Just, like, a single, like, flower petal or two just to, like, mm-hmm. add that finishing touch. I think that Subway mm-hmm. could benefit from that in the springtime. Like, we talk a lot about, like, wow. capitalizing on seasonal ingredients. But if they just leaned really hard into that and just put a few flower petals, I think it would give the impression to the patrons that all the other ingredients must be fresh. Like if these guys are copping flower petals, that lettuce must mm-hmm. be organic, non-GMO, fresh from the ground. They probably just trimmed it the other day. Absolutely. I love a good uh, decorative flower on top of my food. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have your date asking, like, oh, is this edible? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think exactly. That's exactly what Subway should be doing. Um, yeah, lean into that freshness. Give us a little flower on there and yeah, bump up that prezzo. Mm-hmm. I love to pop the pedal in my mouth. I, I don't, the date is always oh, yeah. like, like the LP is always like a little bit like questionable, a little bit suspicious of it. I love to pop it in there. It shows I'm a man. It shows I take risks. Like mm-hmm. if there's one yeah. thing that Subway taught me. It's don't ask questions. Just dive in mouth first. 100%. Um, if anything, close your eyes and pinch your nose. Mm-hmm. Block off um, the senses. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Block off all the other senses so mm-hmm. that you can increase your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's anything we've learned from this episode is that, you know, me and you are two down-to-earth daddies who mm-hmm. are willing to stretch the dollar. So, you know, if you get a little, like, leaf of basil on your pasta, like, that's going down, too. Like, don't don't get mm-hmm. it twisted. Finish I'm asking plate. for extra bread to, like, wipe the sauce up, too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's like the um, the the theme today to leave the breadheads with is uh, don't worship Satan. Finish your plate. Don't take your food. <laughs> exactly. Um, do whatever you can to get your money's worth, but do not, for the love of God, try to be slick and take it home with you because mm-hmm. you're just going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. You're ruining it. Mm-hmm. Don't get greedy. Yeah. Well, that's been a beautiful episode of Think Fresh. Um, I hope, you know, Ty and myself have left all the breadheads with some inspiration and some wise words for next time they dine out, ideally indoors, because fuck Fauci, fuck Bonnie Henry. Uh, <laughs> you know, 2021, we're all getting that little Fauci ouchie in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So shout out the breadheads. We're going to go dine in all summer long, mm-hmm. all summer 21, all summer 16. That's the fact. If you're dining at Subway every week, you don't even need the vaccine. You're, you're good. Yeah, every every hour is scary hours. Mm-hmm. You don't need that uh, uh, that Johnson and Johnson because you got Sweet Onion and Chipotle. Yeah, you got Ty and Eric. Fuck mm-hmm. the Johnson. Who's yeah. Johnson? I had never heard of him. Yeah, Ty um, and Eric are here with the vaccine twice a week. The fact. Shout out Breadheads. Follow us on Instagram. Think Fresh Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Think Fresh Pod, and you know, f- fuck Twitter for having a character limit on usernames. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, go ahead and subscribe to our OnlyFans if you are enjoying this podcast, and if you want to support us by, you know, just giving us a John A. McDonald once a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that five dollars or ten dollars? That's a tenner. They can tip though. Oh, okay, you can tip. And you can maybe, you know, split the Johnny A in half. Mm-hmm. Half, uh, half an A. But yeah, I will see you, Ty, on Friday. Alrighty. Uh, thanks for listening, Alrighty. everybody. Remember to think fresh.